0: Welcome, everybody, to the Cult
1: of Dave Podcast Network. Howdy, partners. This is Brent Loveday of Reno Divorce and Brent Loveday in the Dirty Dollars. Check out my new solo record, Hymns for the Hardened Heart, at brentloveday.bandcamp.com. Now, here's something good for you.
0: All right, guys, and welcome to the Something Good for You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and across from me, as always, in the
1: comfy beanbag chair, is It's James Capel Nun getting uh, comfy in this old beanbag chair? Hey, James Capel Nun, you call my captain, Nun
0: motherfucker? <laughs> Who the hell is James Capel Nun? I'm being formal and shit. This ain't a formal podcast. <laughs> (laughs) the hell he's doing. The third actually, no, nobody
1: cares about that.
0: Yes, and you're not, your eyes aren't deceiving you. Uh, This does say episode eight. Yeah. Yeah, Right before it it says episode six. This does say episode eight. There was nothing deleted. Uh, If you did not see on our Facebook and Twitter page, uh, we went a week without an episode. Uh, We recorded one with our channel uh, podcast artist David Hammer. Uh, Check him out on Instagram and we'll throw a link for him and the upcoming weeks, I'm sure you've already seen it on our Facebook page, but he uh, he came in and recorded a fun episode of Spooky Time Ghosts and talking Bigfoot, which I know Jerry and Dave would have had a ball debunking, debunking with us again. Yeah, but,
1: we had a lengthy discussion on Bigfoot that I'm just now remembering about, Yeah, and now I'm really mad that that's gone. <laughs> it, it,
0: it really was a good, fun episode. I really hate it was gone, but... Uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles we uh, i plugged it into the computer and no files would read absolutely it was 100 percent corrupt it saved on the zoom recorder it wouldn't even play back on the zoom recorder it was just completely lost so instead of trying to do some sort of re-record uh we're just giving it the honor of the lost episode and we're just moving the fuck on with episode eight yeah. <laughs> sorry david yeah, he'll be back on at some point. Uh, we don't have David with us today, but we have a returning guest. I'm sure you guys were expecting it. You know him. You love him. Welcome back, Mikey Black.
1: What up? <laughs> <laughs> Always loving having Mikey on the show. Playing with his damn phone and stuff on the mic. <laughs> hey, it hey
2: his it's time content. To talk.
0: It wasn't his time to talk yet. Hey, I yeah. got plenty
2: of content for this episode. Okay, cool. Well, you know, I got content too now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: He's a professional. We'll, we'll see how long it goes. Uh, as always, uh, this show is sponsored by Repo Record down on Commonwealth Avenue, along with Hate Energy Drink, uh, the new, the, well, not even really the new energy drink, but the energy drink sponsored by. Um, something good for you and just the cod pod network in general and it's in new 12 ounce cans it was in little 8.3 ounce cans but now it's in 12 ounce cans so you get more for the same price so check it out at thefillins.com slash store and we like asking our guests as usual or as unusual well as a what
3: would be the words as
0: regular rate. or unregular as they are <laughs> uh, mikey
1: black you were doing so good up to then. <laughs> I know,
2: right? Mikey Black, what do you hate? I hate this one specific green light or traffic light in Monroe. <laughs> okay. Because you can't hate all of them. Right. Because it's just but traffic lights. it's just this fucking one. <laughs> and if Cody, Owen, or David listen to this, mm-hmm. because it's Monroe to wing it, you're going from 74 turning left on to Walk Up Avenue. Okay. And it's fucking retarded. <laughs> Is it just not you on can't a timer? Say retarded, my bad. Sure you can. It's it's Fight. a nightmare. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's retarded. Um, Is it not on a timer? A, Is it just on a sensor? I think it's on a sensor. I think it's on a sensor, and the sensor's fucked up, or it's on a fucked up timer, <laughs> or whoever built it was just I don't know. F- they said fuck time, and they <laughs> put it on a too, random actually. pattern, and it's like if it's busy and during the day.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a fucking long line to turn left. Right. <laughs> so it's only gonna turn green for about thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And of course, everybody's either on their phone, they're not paying attention, or they hesitate <laughs> before they take off. And so you maybe get like four cars through, but you got twenty waiting in line. It's bullshit. It sounds like. The and then you gotta that's... wait three minutes for it to turn green again. I know because I fucking timed it. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that's like that out by Steve's, like
1: right before you pull into that Circle K. That one uh, light that's right there, Steve tells me a way of how to maneuver around that where uh, you just kind of, Going to the turn lane that's past the light, getting into the Circle K, and then making a UE and then taking that street and get to See, Steve's. I know
0: what he's talking about. I've never had a problem
1: with that light. I mean, everyone always complains about...
0: Usual uh, traffic that people complain about, I never wind up running into, especially when I'm riding
2: with people. It just, it winds up not being that bad.
1: I guess Mike and I are just impatient little fuckers <laughs> or something. Yeah,
2: especially when it's 2 a.m. and the Taco Bell sits right there. Right. <laughs> so you gotta leave Taco Bell and turn left. And you're sitting there at a red light, and you're waiting three minutes for
3: Mm -hmm. nothing.
2: (laughs) And you just want Taco Bell. You just want Taco Bell. You're you're not driving high, but you feel like you're driving high. Because it's so late, and you're tired. Because it's so late, and you're tired, of course. (laughs) Don't drive under the influence brought to you by the feelings, because that's (laughs) something good for you. Right. Yeah.
0: So that, that that would be something you'd hate, especially that late one at night light when there's no traffic, but you know there's just that hidden cop waiting for <laughs> yeah, someone to yeah. be paranoid. <laughs> right. It's just like there's that hidden cop that he's like he's not met his quota. He's, and he's just waiting me. for that one fucker to run that red light late at night damn. so we can pull him. <laughs> <You gotta> pull <laughs> so him it's like over. you still have to wait it out and you're just like, God damn it, this thing just hurry the fuck up. <laughs> well, uh we're and trying to You don't want to
2: get caught with Taco Bell <laughs> by the cops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One thing I want to implement is some uh, reoccurring segments. Uh, We've figured out one to kind of round off the one. But uh, with it being a situation where I introduce hate energy and everything, I really don't have a chance to ever air my grievances. Everyone else has a chance to air their grievances. I want to have a chance to talk some of my bullshit. He so just, he's here to bitch, yo. <laughs> that's a little something good for you, because if everyone's in agreement on something, even if it's especially I have a feeling we're all gonna have an input on this. Oh yeah. Uh, so anyway. Oh, I just totally knocked the fucking microphone on that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Talk so anyway. With my hands. Uh, <laughs> right. You feel that? You
0: feel that, Lesnar? Smack at bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a new little segment
2: called Keep Your Thoughts to Yourself. Sweet theme song, Banner, <laughs> Banner, Banner, keep your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> Close, I've already got some. <laughs> oh,
3: blah, 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 etc., making my ears a ring. My honey, my baby, please don't
0: open your mouth. Don't tell me no lies and keep your thoughts to
3: yourself.
0: We talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but I didn't have enough like, of my thoughts together, but I know we've talked about this separately. People that take their fucking dogs everywhere they go, mm-hmm. no, and no matter where they go, whether it be a bar, whether it be a restaurant or a convenience store, people taking their fucking animals with them, leave them at home. They really don't want to go out. For instance, there was an article that was released, uh, I think in the Charlotte Observer. Right. Was it? Uh, I'm not sure where it was. Like it was like one of those but, opinion pieces. Yeah, you
1: know. In the end, it doesn't really matter.
0: No, and, and it was a really douchey article, and I didn't bother pulling it up because of that, but he was basically going on saying, you know, uh, how much the dog culture is ruining the bar culture in Charlotte, and I would kind of agree with him, and even though I really don't have a stake in the game, it's like even where I work, it's just a regular retail shop. People bring their dogs in, and it's like, don't do that and it's like we don't want to be impolite and say you know don't do don't bring it in because what's going to be the alternative them leaving it in the car we also don't want that you know but at the same time it's like why are you taking your dog with you to run errands
1: my folks have uh, raised dogs inside the house uh, since you know day one since i've been alive and everything i've always been surrounded by at least two or three dogs and they're content with just having enough space to just run around and that's it. Just enough space to have exercise and be fed.
2: I mean, they're basically children, man. And when your mom left you home alone, you were like, "Fuck yeah!" Right. So that dog's doing the same thing. Cause you I gotta, imagine because you got to keep the dog
1: on a leash, and it doesn't have you know can't run around on its own accord or anything like that either. So and it's
0: the same concept of taking a kid to a bar, which happens. Yeah, I they don't understand how the, the fuck. I don't. Well, it's like they're taking the situation. They take them to shit like Wild Wing Cafe and Applebee's, you know, when you've got all this alcohol going, they're sitting at the bar, and there's, like, fucking kids yelling and screaming everywhere. And, of course, that's why I don't fucking go. But there's a situation where there are people that want to eat some wings or a burger in fucking peace. Don't bring your fucking kid to the bar. Right. And there's even bars out in our uh, little neighborhood that people will bring their kids in. And their are dogs. <laughs> and they're fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, if, if your little bags of flesh require that much independence from you, stay the fuck
2: home. Dude, we had a lady come into Hand and Stone, where I work, and she had a fucking stroller. And so her husband's getting the massage, and she's just chilling in the lobby, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go up front, like, shoot the shit with the front desk girls and this lady's standing there and she like reaches in the stroller and pulls out a fucking dog. What? Yeah. What? out <laughs> a fucking or dog. It was a uh, a yorkie, one of those little uh, long-haired small yeah, dogs. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, man, she was crazy as fuck. She was just like this is <laughs> my baby and I take him everywhere and she's got like papers signed because it's her uh
1: a companion animal or What a, is,
2: like, I guess, um support I an animal. I heard the term of that, too. Yeah, like a mental oh, support yeah, animal yeah. or something as she like said that. that. As soon as she said that, I looked at her. I was like, you're not blind.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, and I know a lot of people don't agree with that. We're probably the assholes for thinking otherwise. But, no, it's just I really don't understand why people feel the need to have to take their fucking dog everywhere they go. I don't
1: know. And half the time, if you bring a dog to another place where there are other dogs, nine times out of ten, the other dogs are not happy to see yours.
2: Dude, they do it on campus now. Like, Wingate University used to be no pets. They were hardcore on that shit. Right. And the past... Honestly, like two years since the new president took over and stuff, they've mm-hmm. been real lenient because a lot of students come with those fucking doctor's notes mm-hmm. that says they need this animal. Oh uh, yeah, for the and, yeah, and a lot support. of them admit to it. It's like, no, I didn't need that for emotional support. I just wanted my fucking dog on campus. Oh no, my just, my
0: um my aunt sure. winds up doing the same shit. Uh, she she claims some of her uh, dogs as a, uh, mental or emotional support. That way she can take them anywhere. She's one of those kind of yeah. people,
2: and it's people just like that's it. ridiculous. But it's gotten out of hand, dude. Because it I is. used to work for the maintenance crew, mm-hmm. so when I go to campus and I see them, and that's become one of their number one complaints is people's pets fucking shit up.
1: Right, I'm sure. She can't do
2: anything about it because. And I imagine know, some
1: of them can... have like reptiles, where there's like dead bugs and rats and stuff like that. Oh, but
2: those heat lamps, dude, those fucking
1: mm-hmm. stink. Never understood the pet reptile thing, but. I used to have a little lizard.
2: Lizards are cool.
1: Yeah, they're cool and everything, and I can imagine taking care of a lizard is pretty easy and everything, but it's just kind of. If it was me, I would be like, it's just kind of there.
2: That's just one of those pets you don't have when you have a college roommate in other dorms.
3: Right. Side by
2: side by side. side side (laughs) side (laughs) The whole hallway smells like reptile. It does.
0: Yeah, so. In the end, that might just be a little something I should have kept to myself. Yes. <laughs> Damn, yeah, we went off on that. <laughs> Fuck your pets. <laughs> on to a little bit of music news. Um, actually, before uh, we go to music news, uh, I always said I wanted to keep politics out of the show. Right. But something happened locally, and it kind of ties in politically that I feel I have to touch on. So, woo-woo! Political oh rant. <laughs> you know how everyone's been getting bombs lately? Right. Everyone's been getting bombs on both sides. Well, a lot of times I'll end up just ignoring that shit, because I'm just like, what the fuck ever? Until it winds up hitting close to home. Did y'all see that, um, that there was a susp- ah, suspicious package that... Um, Spotted uptown. It was on uh, October 30th. Did y'all see anything about I that? I did not. So, an employee found a small package that appeared suspicious. As precaution, pedestrian and vehicular traffic was restricted. Investigators used canine and bomb units at the scene and the at, said the uh, uh, police release. Duke. It was at the uh, Duke Energy building. Mm. So, all of that happened. And you know what it was? No. A Journey cassette tape. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I did not hear about that. (laughs) So, unfortunately, there's not any further details. But all of that shit, especially while everyone's getting all those suspicious packages and everything, one got left near the Duke Energy building. All these bomb units and shit came out. It was a
1: journey cassette tape. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. I was expecting something really serious. I was like, "He's having trouble reading this."
2: (laughs) No,
0: I was (laughs) was
2: skipping through because it kept having so many sentences about the mixtape instead of. That um, is serious, man. This holy shit.
3: (laughs) But (laughs) but it was a journey cassette
2: tape. Mass paranoia is sinking in now. People are freaking out over nothing. I imagine
1: it's kind of a pleasant surprise in the end, though. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course.
3: Well, no wrong. I was a trick you guys
1: a little bit, <laughs> make <laughs> it they, seem like I was getting all serious and political, right? Come but on. they probably dropped the uh, the meat of the story like in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they they spoiled in
0: the headline. Mm. They they put it in front street. I was just I I asked if you remembered anything about suspicious package, and just and, and you guys were uh, like, no. I
1: was like, ooh, then I'm setting this up better. Yeah, just the news stories from uh, throughout the week about it. Yeah. Did
0: y'all also see on Halloween, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers played a surprise Halloween concert at a school assembly. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I really uh, feel about that. It's like, are they? Does that is that cool points for playing a school or is it like
3: you're so? Oh wait, unpop- they played
2: an actual school, like a high school assembly. Yeah. I thought that was some kind of band they covered. <laughs> no, no, no the, like, Peppers, the no. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. who the fuck that is. No, the
0: Red Hot Chili Peppers played a school assembly. Tax write-off. I don't know. Like, is that is that cool or is that they've sunk that low?
1: No, no they're still no, they're still kill. They'll, they'll pa- sell out every tour they do from here on out. there are in that e- epsilon of bands.
2: I mean, I guess it was one of those top-notch high school, probably. You know. Yeah. Well, let's see here. I'm what about we a, know is public <clears throat> school, right? says <laughs> a viewpoint a school
0: write-off. in Calabasas, California. So look oh, up yeah. Viewpoint School in Calabasas. <laughs> Let's check out this school. <laughs> <laughs> Investigative reporting. Somebody on something that had good a for lot you. of money to
1: pay them, or there was like a serious charity going on. Yeah, I don't know. You don't like the Chili Peppers at all, but no,
0: and that's why I was looking at. I'm like, is that lame or is that kind of cool?
1: I mean, I mean that they agree to do it, and if the school is able to pay them and everything, I'm sure all those kids dug the hell out of it because they are and i put them up there with like the rolling stones and the u2s of the world that are always going to play stadiums through the end of their career and stuff like that yeah
2: let's see well i went to their website and the first thing you see aside from the menu like the first article oh is got about Red hot chili peppers playing there um, <laughs> So, like, uh, you can go, like, you
0: can just go, look up and see what the school looks
2: like, man.
3: Look it up. That's go what Google I'm trying Maps. to find.
0: Google Maps and look at the reviews. Oh, fucking
1: Google Maps.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do it
1: like a restaurant.
2: <laughs> I mean, they
1: got menus and shit. All, <laughs> All so right, well, they, they got the here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing you got a little white boy, he's got blonde hair and a red polo. All right, and he's shaking hands with a little Asian boy in a blue polo. Racial diversity Dude, with yeah. a school dress code. There's a lot of art. Hanging from the walls, like like we were
1: saying, they have money to pay the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, this must be some
2: hoity-toity. Yeah, it's a private school. They enroll Uh, kindergarten to twelfth grade.
0: Oh wow! So So. it's an that's an all. Damn. So it's not like you're hopping around schools. Once you get in that one, you're there until you're done. Yeah. K through twelve in one building.
1: That's a lot of rich old money funding that school. (laughs) Fucking
0: shit. Uh, Damn. Well, moving on from that, uh, something that Cap and I have been following a little bit this uh, week leading into a main topic that I feel like you'll have an input on. Uh, I know there's at least one listener out there that's somewhat entertained by this, but (laughs) we have some KISS
1: news. I I don't think I've watched more press from KISS within the... These past couple of days than I ever have since I've been a fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's like they're really hyping it up now. I remember a few episodes ago we were talking about it feels like the hype train for the end of the road tour hadn't really started. Right. It's fucking started now. <laughs> they've, they've been pumping it hard because tour dates are out. Uh, they've been doing a bunch of TV appearances. They are on Kimmel, they are on James Gordon, uh, Good Morning America
1: whole bunch of shit. Paul Stanley te- is teasing all kinds of details, but still being vague as fuck about it.
0: Yeah, and we'll go into those details in a minute. And uh, right now, as we're recording it, they're finishing up the cruise, right. which had Bruce Kulik on it, Ace Fraley was on
1: it. Vinnie uh, Vincent was playing the parking lot for it. <laughs> in so many words, yeah.
0: So, it's been a crazy week for Kiss stuff, uh, so we're going to break it down just real quick. Uh, listeners that are interested yay the ones that aren't oh well stick with us <laughs> as, as Mikey's now stretching going fuck I just play one of the songs in the band I don't care that much about him he's like here we go yeah, that's good no as I said it might lead into something you'd be interested in
1: I'll be the non-biased voice of reason yeah because there's a lot of fascinating business angles in all of this too as we've come to realize yeah so uh, let's bring it back a little bit uh, some of
0: the earlier interviews uh, Paul stating that it's going to wind up being a two to three year tour is So the way he's setting up his phrasing and questioning, he's already trying to uh, extinguish the haters, as he calls them, Right. by going, oh, some people may go, oh, it's two-, three-year tour, that's some farewell tour. No, that means when we finish your city, that's the last time we're going to be there. We have the entire world to see. That's going to take two to three years. When we play your city, that's done. We're saying bye. Well, number one, you could have done that back in fucking 2001 on your original (laughs) farewell tour, but that's not what this conversation's about at all. Uh, So, yeah, he said it's going to be a two two to three year tour, anywhere between 20 to 24 songs in the set list, which is going to be pretty decent because their last few tours, I think he was saying, was what, 16 songs?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and now they're doing like 20 something songs. Yeah, he said
0: minimum 20 some he was saying 24 now it's going to be 20
1: Dean Del Rey had a quote about you know the reunion gag and all that stuff or farewell gags he says if you buy a ticket to a band's farewell tour and then years later they do another farewell tour you should be allowed to go for free <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn I, I wish I would have went to the original farewell Well,
0: see now this will lead into something in a minute because all this kind of cultivates so I saw the look on your face when I'll say it said 20 to 25 songs set do you think that's a lot I think that's a lot. Um,
2: <coughs> well, how many days a week are they playing? From the way it looks, do we pull years up the, uh,
0: set, uh, the tour dates real quick? They've released like the first set of dates. They've already released some of the North American dates that they're doing starting in January. And
1: I would imagine they're taking days off here and there, like maybe every couple of days, just yeah. because so well, they're old and they have to rest their voices and stuff. Yeah. So, in addition to all that, while we'll pulling
0: up the uh, dates... Paul's also stated in recent interviews that he was open to past band members coming back that if they don't want quote because it's not because they didn't want them to. Yeah. So that's going to be the so that was the interesting thing kind of leading up to it especially before the cruise because Ace and Gene have sort of been buddy buddy Ace and Paul did the cover song together, and then on the most recent record, Gene co-wrote two songs and played on, I think, a song or two.
1: Yeah, they're playing consistently uh, just like every uh, couple of days. I mean, like two two or three days on, two days off, two or three days on, one day off, something like that. Yeah. So, so
0: all right, so to kind of go back to what you were saying, Mikey, so about two days on, two days off, mm-hmm. one day off in between maybe, 20...
2: Twenty-four song set. Who are they taking on tour? No, no word on that yet. Okay.
0: They
1: might be doing two sets.
0: No, I I, I really see that being just a straight through set. They they've done that a set before on like their original farewell tour. I think was close to twenty or like close to that. It was it was close to a two hour set. <laughs> How old are they? Gene is about like, to be seventy, I think, because he was proclaiming that.
1: And Paul is sixty-six.
0: Yes, because he thought he was sixty-seven. And then his wife corrected him. It's like, no, you're 66.
1: So he's losing his damn mind at the same
2: time.
0: Yeah. Sweet.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, so
0: folks in their late 60s, now 70s, playing I mean, that long. I mean,
1: I'm sure they're
0: going to... So by the wrap-up... Yeah. By the wrap-up, Gene's going to be 73. Paul's going to be almost 70.
1: And Gene's been clean living his entire life anyway, so he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So they were doing all that press and such,
0: uh, leading up to it, and on and of course the Jimmy Kimmel and the James Corden stuff that was all pre-recorded, yeah. sync stuff which. Whatever, that's going to happen. It's a TV show. They're strapped for time. They're not going to stress about making sure everything's going to go smooth when trying to play a song live. They're, they're going to lip sync that. They're going to
1: look and sound good on network television, too, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whether they actually
0: accomplish that or not, it's like they're still going to have that precaution of lip syncing. Right. What are ticket prices looking
1: like? A friend of mine was telling me that for for a, a pair of general admission, is going to be 600 bucks. Fuck that, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those
0: situations where lawn is anywhere between. It's probably gonna be anywhere between like twenty five and thirty five, and then like the row of seats up from that will be like forty or fifty, and the seats up from that will be eighty, and the, and eventually all the way up to the pit will be like two hundred or three hundred, dude. And then the v- meet and greets are like a grand.
1: They got to pay that crew. The ultimate
0: meet and greet is like five grand. Because
1: Paul is teasing this show to be like the ultimate kiss show of all time. Yeah.
2: If they wanted it to be the ultimate kiss show of all time, they would make tickets 20 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> i mean because that's gonna fuck it it's gonna be a riot yeah <laughs> well
0: it, but that's not gonna cover the cost of everything who gives you, a
2: fuck man
0: they do
1: nah they're about to die, you know, like Kid die does on that the road when he does stadium rolling, tours but like, i don't know if it show is going to be as elaborate but he does like, army yeah horns in the air yeah fuck. <laughs> sell your uh drinks at concessions and stuff like that and i don't know Nah, they wouldn't make the money. Oh, they had, they have the to. World. They have to put
0: that much money out there to cover payroll and for that uh, entire setup and oh, everything. Yeah, too.
1: what if it's... the opening bands Black Veil Brides? <laughs> Look, I never said I was going to begin with. That would just be the <laughs> final nail. Watch them do the Guns and Roses thing, where it's somebody different in every town. A lot of people were really kind of calling foul when they were
0: doing the TV performances and it was lip sync. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, you know, that's not authentic, which again, I'm willing to give a pass on that. Some of the live footage is coming out now where you can clearly tell the band is playing live. They're playing to a click and there's pre-recorded Paul vocals. There's moments where there's like a yell, and you can tell that either A, he couldn't have done that by himself, and there's some recent footage that popped up literally today where he moves away the mic just that one quick second before the yell finishes, and us as musicians know how a microphone works when you're on it (laughs) and when you're away from it, the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly a backing track. So yep. this leads into my main conversation. So folks that were tuning out, hey, wake up. This, <laughs> this is the main topic now. A little bit of KISS talk to
1: lead into a main topic. <laughs> so th- you're the only people listening to us anyway. Let's yeah. Get-
0: <laughs> so KISS now is performing with a Paul backtrack. They, I think they're still playing their instruments. I hadn't really seen anything to say otherwise on that. I don't want to immediately say they're just karaokeing the whole thing. But it feels like they're playing their instruments, but it's to a click with a Paul backtrack behind it. And with a click, you know, that makes sure, you know, his track stays in sync with the band. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So now you asked about the ticket prices and how expensive they are. How does that make you feel? (laughs) Knowing that if you did pay that ticket price to see Kiss, Paul isn't really singing. Or at least some of the songs. I won't even... I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say half of his songs in the set are going to be pre-recorded and just backtracks.
1: Same with the uh, pyro sound effects like explosions. That's all triggered too.
0: Oh yeah, there's pyro sound effects that go
2: through the speakers I mean, too. I wouldn't pay to begin with $600. Right. Okay, well,
0: <laughs> okay, well, what's a band that you love that you would pay yeah, like, a good amount saying. of money?
2: I get what you're saying. It's fucked up that they're doing that. Yeah.
0: Does that feel like it cheapens it or does it feel like they're doing some insurance because you've seen some video. Paul's voice is shocked. Yeah, he can't sing for shit. So do you think, do you see it as an insurance thing to ensure that this final tour, every one of his songs is going to be good? Or do you see it as almost kind of like a Vegas show thing where
2: it's like no better than Britney Spears or Miley Cyrus? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely on that same level. They talked about Paula Abdul's doing... A tour again mm-hmm. and she was lip-syncing i think they talked about that on hollywood capital
1: yeah ex- yeah. yeah they did talk about that yeah. where like anybody that goes out and performs like that is lip-syncing because they're doing so much movement and dancing
0: and the interesting thing is is uh i i really hope <clears throat> that uh, some interviewer is able to kind of piece together the puzzles on that because gene has said multiple times Yeah, that if artists do lip syncing that it should be printed on the ticket that this artist (laughs) is using backtracks so that's really interesting to know that now his front man is clearly using backtracks because there's even a video where someone synced up Detroit Rock City or shouted out loud some song that was played on the TV performance synced it up with one of the live videos And aside from, like, a little bit of off-syncing from the drums, Mm -hmm. because, again, one was actually live, and, you know, bands have technology of speeding up and slowing down, you know, a tempo some, even in a click to kind of give it a bit more of an organic feel. So it does fall off-sync some, but the Paul vocal is perfect. Yeah. So... And that's, that's just I don't know how I, I, how do you feel about just bands in general using backing tracks not even KISS
2: if it's for vocals it's dumb if it's like for ambience and shit I think it's cool I think drum samples are badass yeah depending then, on the
1: band and stuff like that if you're Rob Zombie or something like yeah. that
2: a lot of the hardcore bands in Charlotte do that where they'll have like audio in between tracks and shit like that and it's cool Yeah. But as far as like singing and Mm -hmm. guitars and everything else, they're still playing live, so that's cool. But if you're using it to replace what someone's pretending to play or Mm -hmm. sing, that's dumb.
1: Yeah. One of the weirder ones is that Ozzy. I don't know if he still does, but he used to have a guy behind the curtain doing uh, background vocals with him. Really? Yeah. He needs someone just back there doing the vocals anyway. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Put
2: him on stage.
1: And he. Yeah, so I forget who he plays with now, but that that was one of the odder ones because that happens a lot with like the big stadium X more than people realize, especially with the older guys. Really. Mm-hmm. Now,
0: and, and I don't know. It's there's there's so many reasons why I may want to see you know the final tour because it's one of those things. that's like you know yeah it's gonna be the last time. I only saw them once. Do I maybe want to see them again? But the more I just see of the stuff coming out, it's like, I don't want to see a Vegas show. I want to see a band up there playing.
1: I I think it's going to be so
0: pre-rehearsed to the point where if they're, I mean, if, if Paul's having to use a vocal track, that means every stage movement he does is pre-planned because he has to work around things that he is pre-recorded, whether that be a quick little vocal change or, you know, an extension that means he has a hand movement for it. That means he has his entire song choreographed.
1: Yeah, they're going to. My it, thing it, on it is, I think they're going to make it work. Like, they're it's gonna sell out. People are gonna come out and see it. Oh, of it's
3: course It's going to be successful, are. but of they course. are going
1: to fight <laughs> to make it
0: work. <laughs> I know they're gonna make it work, and they're and they're gonna sell tickets. But it's like. I want to see a bit more of an organic experience. It's like yeah. if, if they have to, I don't know, I guess I may just be overthinking the backtrack so much, but at the same time, I know what it's like to mime to a song. We've done videos before, you know, when you do it the first couple times, you realize, okay, there's only a few moves I can make to guarantee to get back to the microphone to hit it exactly like I recorded it, you know? <clears throat> so knowing that, it's like that means you're really choreographing it if you're playing every two nights, you know, right. and, and it's like that that to me feels like it loses some, you know, sure. There may be certain movements that I'll go run over to Mikey, you know, during some part of the song, but, you know, I may night that 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 I may not that night, you know, and I may wind up missing my cue as I'm running back to the microphone. There's, only know, so but much, there's still an organicness to
1: it there's still only so much you can do in those fucking platforms too
0: yes but no i mean he's proven that so many years
1: yeah but he's not as pr- but he's 66 also at the same time right so and he, he should be- have
0: stopped almost 10 years ago
2: <laughs> so you said they're taking 24 songs are they playing 24 songs each night or are they choosing from those 24 that, and switching it up
0: they don't they don't switch shit up no they have Once a show the same show across the world they're picking either for 20 series. to 24 songs and that's going to be the set minus a song or two depending on if they would go on later if the town has like a noise um uh cancellation policy.
1: And I'm sure there. they'll have a European set and a European show that's being built right now too. Yeah, they, and they'll have too. a set
0: list for each territory. Yeah. Because in each territory they have bigger hits. Like overseas a song called Shandy was a huge hit. So
1: they're, they're going to play Shandy overseas and shit like that. Australia is going to have a different show and they're going to have their 24 biggest hits dedicated <laughs> to Australia too. You know. It's weird how... Uh, some songs have crossed over in certain parts of the world in the KISS catalog
2: too. That's what we need to do. We need to go see this farewell tour but we gotta go see them in Australia.
0: (laughs) Talk about a ton of fucking money dude. The KISS
2: tickets alone are gonna be expensive. you (laughs) are talking about going over to Australia (laughs) and getting lodging and food.
0: (laughs) Scratch offs. Yes. That's the answer to everything.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Any show in Australia would be dope as hell, too. If you watch live video of concerts from Australia, it looks like it's nuts.
0: Dude, we could catch Airborne. Right? Oh, shit. Yes. Are they still playing? I think so. They just released that uh, compilation thing not long ago.
1: Hmm. Rose Tattoo, AC/DC, A lot of good shit came out of Australia. Oh, yeah. Australia,
0: New Zealand...
1: We went on a (laughs) a detour there, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's
0: cool. I was wrapping up that anyway. Here's a headline for you. Oh, all right. (laughs) Woman who has had sex with 15 ghosts is settling down with a poltergeist. All right. (laughs) Does that intrigue you enough for me to go on?
2: Uh, Where is this coming from? Yeah, what's
0: the uh, source? (laughs) (laughs) It's a UK thing. It's from a a UK. uh, There's a video. So, hold
1: on. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, oh, this is. It's just like a normal relationship. So
2: you get excited, you get turned on by this relationship. Sometimes,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, you did, mm. you did say that actually on the flight back from Australia, um, you did actually yeah. go into the loo and do what okay, some people the, do. A member of a Mile High Club. Yeah. <laughs> and why did you need to go into the loo to do that if nobody can see that presence? Mm. There? <laughs> so. Able to get into
1: it on the seats, I guess. So even then you felt you needed to be private? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I don't want anybody to see me just just finger bang myself and pretend it's ghosts <laughs> in public so I gotta go to the bathroom and do it.
2: <laughs> Alright,
0: so you're dating a girl.
2: Oh my god. Alright, for I months. Am. Okay. A little over two years, actually.
0: <laughs> Alright, so this weekend... <laughs> She tells you, Mikey, I've something I need to
2: tell you. I've been fucking a ghost.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I've been cheating on you. Been seeing this ghost behind your back. And she's dead serious. i like, go,
2: oh shit, he's behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking turn that up. ghost got a big dick than me. Scooby doo on out of there. Swanks. <laughs> <Soinks. laughs> what do you honestly do? Dude, there's gotta be signs before getting months into a relationship to know that bitch is crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> if that's the first red flag, I'll be damned. I don't know. <laughs> guys, I gotta tell you something. Remember that's uh, a random name, Margaret. Like, yeah. yeah, man, she's awesome. She liked great music. You guys seem to vibe really well. She's very friendly and oh man, super pretty. Yeah, um, she just told me she fucks ghosts, and she wasn't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most
1: serious face I've ever seen on anybody. <laughs> what would you do, Cap?
3: Say
0: she was smoking
2: hot,
1: way out of your league too. And you be, knew it.
0: I'd be, I'd be like, of course. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, damn right, baby.
3: I mean, you see would you that stick about?
0: No one knows She was. She thought. And her, like, she was as serious as that little British lady. Fuck no! <laughs> what, are you crazy? And I've dealt with crazy. <laughs> oh man! So that's a line. Yeah. Fucking a
1: ghost. <laughs> fucking ghosts and having the most serious fucking uh, <laughs> outlook on it.
2: And you know, like in gonna... her
1: mind, that's real. <laughs> it is.
2: Ugh. It's gonna hurt your game too. That's a game. Yeah, man, I can put you well, off. Well, see, the she
0: doesn't care, though. She doesn't she, care. because she settled down with a ghost now.
2: Oh, yeah, true. But for you as a man, after like four months, you're going to walk around for something. at least two weeks. Like, what the fuck, I've man? Been,
1: I've been emasculated by think? something by that doesn't exist. <laughs> 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 well, it's like, you know,
0: even in those situations, sometimes when uh, a girl winds up breaking up with you and she, you know discovers within herself that she may be bisexual and she winds up dating a girl so it's like sometimes it's bad enough that you get the thing of like I got love for a girl but now it's like I got love for a ghost right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, at least with the other one, you can be like, you know, all right. You know, figure yourself out. All right. You know, I, I guess masculine wasn't for you. I guess female right. is for you. Right. Now it's like, you hit me kind of hard anyways. <laughs> now, this, now, Matter of fact,
2: you might have been a dude. <laughs> like,
1: this, like, this still sucks, but at least that's real. <laughs> right? It's like, you
0: left me for nothing. You left me for your imagination. You're trying to say your imagination is better than me. I'll accept that. A woman was better than me i'm calling
2: channel nine action news
3: <laughs>
2: channel nine action news what's your story yeah um i think you guys should interview my girlfriend she fucks ghosts <laughs> we're on it right <laughs>
0: well mikey since you said you had some topics Uh, I'll just ask you while your phone is completely disintegrating in your hand what you got to talk about sir let me
2: pull up my notes
0: what you got well while he's pulling his notes up can't you pull up your notes because we'll go we'll go a little rapid fire here because I know both of y'all said you had a little
1: something i just
0: I've hogged up enough of the episode with
2: my random bullshit
1: no I'll just all the stuff in my life is just weird so we'll just go with Mikey's notes what you got Mikey
2: oh man I ain't got much really I got. It. I wrote down that traffic light. We talked <laughs> about that. I wrote down phone cameras, but I don't remember what I was gonna say about phone cameras.
3: What about
0: phone, dude? Phone cameras like we can have. talk about them. I was gonna say phone cameras have done
2: a lot for us. Almost yeah. all our music videos have been shot on. Oh phone yeah, cameras. yeah. It was after I sent you that text. Oh yeah. About 7 Sevenfold doing that shit on iPhone or whatever phone.
0: Yeah, tell us about that
2: they crazy. They just they have like a <laughs> great topic. On to the next thing. <laughs> but you yeah, have a little like, tripod and they put their phone on it instead of a camera and record. Yeah. Just a, like YouTuber. For anybody shit. that
1: wants to put content out there, I mean, you, you have it in your pocket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, hard.
0: the thing is, is like, as long as you know what, what you actually have in your pocket, just do some research, look at your settings and figure out what you can do with what you have. You don't have to have an expensive tripod and shit like that. Dude, just like set the phone somewhere good that you know it's going to record well. If um if you've got one of the newer iPhones, you can record that shit in 4K, you know? And you don't have to be even be rich to have an iPhone. Just find the right fucking phone plan and you get that shit on, you know, your plan and you're fucking good to go. Yeah. Just do it smart. You don't have to dish out a ton of money for a phone. Just fucking get it on your plan. It's an investment. Invest in your future. You know, you can't afford an expensive camera. The least you can do is just put a fucking phone on your plan and slowly pay that off. All of a sudden, you've got a movie-grade camera in your pocket. Fucking do something with it. Learn some basic Photoshop. Learn how to slap together a video. It just it looks better. Man. And you've got that in your pocket. And like what you're saying, Event Sevenfold, in their studio, they'll, they'll record that shit. They don't have to have people in there. They just set the phone up and press record. Uh-huh. That's what we do guys if you look at our YouTube video uh, YouTube page all of our music videos were shot on iPhones the lock and load video it's a blast um hit the gas hell even um uh, Saturday night yeah where the live footage of people going nutty at the show all of that recorded on iPhones and just phones in general it's like I, I think it's fantastic
1: it's like if you're a content creator you're looking to create some content there's no excuses anymore you you're can- really is not You just
0: you just have to do it.
1: Yep. Learn how to, and uh, you can do all kinds of stuff with it to further your vision and build skill
2: sets as a result.
0: Really is a good build that
2: alternate reality for yourself because the world is dark. (laughs) (laughs) Death is inevitable. You gotta put a little something good for you out there. Something good for you.
1: Uh, hey that's the name of the podcast
2: whoa yeah, they did the thing. that's what we did that's what <laughs> you did guys did i just show up i don't do shit alex does everything cap <laughs> does some stuff yeah cap just reshows what do shit
1: <laughs> alex is tony soprano i'm steven van zant mikey's Polly walnuts <laughs> <laughs> the I, I wouldn't know about. how to book a show i'd be like
2: hey man can my band play here Oh, that's probably about all I'd have to do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm no. I'm you sure got, there's a lot of... Yeah, you got to finesse forward. it a little more. you got to put a little bit more
0: professionalism hi, hey, this is so-and-so with the fill-in. We've done this, that, and the other, and we'd love to play your venue. We've-
2: I'm getting better at it.
1: Oh, yeah, you know what to do. You've You've worked radio.
2: I know what to do. I just... I'm so glad you do it. <laughs> <laughs> at, least he's dying. <laughs> 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 at least he's honest.
1: <laughs> my problem is, I like to work too damn hard. It's like, oh, I, got, I, get, I get to go uh, five hours away and do a little bit of networking. Fuck it. I'd rather sit at home and play guitar. Plus, I'm also broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what
0: keeps me from going out and doing a lot of things, too. But well, I'm hard. not broke, my bills are paid. There you go. I was gonna say you still live at home, dude. Yeah, I still have bills, dude. I know you do, but still part
2: time while going you to t-
0: school? Dude, you really need to it's you, rough. You do really need to utilize the fact that you live at home to do more well, shit. I, I do a lot of shit.
2: More. Like what? I don't know.
0: Why is your, your phone trigger on? <laughs> <laughs> like
2: answering that text,
1: son. <laughs> I don't know. I don't help. No, I think we got a pretty strong unit right now, anyway. We do enough (laughs) shit. No, Alex is the instigator. Mikey's the guy with the riffs and the tunes
2: and the the licks. Instigator. And I'm a damn good driver. Yeah. (laughs) I forget that. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. What you trying to (laughs) say, (laughs) man? Mikey knows how to work a GPS, (laughs) knows how to work a GPS, knows how to back up a trailer.
1: We did this on the last episode that did that is uh, not available for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we went down that rabbit hole that we lost. <laughs> that ghost said, let's give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that rabbit's tired.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: I get anxiety, man.
0: <laughs> now, even with your shortcomings, you did a great job, Mikey, with... Uh with his shortcomings, you did a great job oh. uh, backing up the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> you were looking at me like, the fuck
1: you no, mean? I didn't hit anything. Did, what do you mean? I, I did say it was a team effort, guys. <laughs> I know. Well, I was
0: saying. I you got us to-
2: stuck. I got us out. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's a team. <laughs>
1: God. Better than anything else we've taken so far, other than the uh, U-Haul caravan. Oh, hey man, dude, it it is a team Good because times. it is a team because
0: it's it's your car and uh, getting the van hooked up and all that and everything too. So hey, it is a team. <laughs> what else you got there, Mikey?
2: Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Cap, you've been. How's your
1: Tinder game going? Shit. <laughs> You want to talk about the single life of Cap Nunn? Yes.
2: (laughs) Well, I've put a little bit of
0: thought. I couldn't really think of anything to do, but we've been conspiring behind your back.
1: Oh, Uh, yeah? Mikey and I want to figure out a way to do a segment where we give you dating advice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please, because I have. I'm, well, I choose to not do it, and when we I got do... to
2: figure out
0: a way to do it, though. I so don't you know. got, We
2: got. You actually have to go on dates, <sighs> right? And I we're just, gonna watch. You got to report back on what happened. <laughs> we just happened to show uh, up. You gotta... captain? This is crazy. Oh, what's up, man? You'd be like, oh, hey, so and so. This... This is my guitar player, Mikey. I'm like, dude, don't tell her I'm your guitar player.
3: <laughs> Sounds douchey.
2: She'll be sitting there like, I hate like this guy. Be more like him. <laughs> and then you just steal
0: his girl away?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> now I see how this is. <laughs> Mikey's just making this a long time. <laughs> as great as that, con- would, that b- would be for the podcast <laughs> exactly it would be so let's make it happen shit y'all want to do the work for me as far as setting up dates that's my that problem I don't do. want to put in the work for it fuck I- that
0: I got enough to do I'm not doing <laughs> fucking blind date matchmaker for you there you go Mikey I was telling you you needed more shit Purpose. to do There's your I'm shit gonna to run do. your
2: dating profile for you we'll use pictures of me <laughs> Alexander yeah.
0: I'll
2: handle I'll handle the promotion handles <laughs> the band stuff, dude. And fuck Mike dating is advice. Wear the management fuck hat for dating my dating advice. Let's make a segment where we catfish. <laughs> <to cap. laughs> we
3: just
0: post buff pictures of you all over it, and they show up in its cap. I mean, fuck oh, it.
1: Fuck. It's, it's not already weird enough as it is when I don't try. When I'm actually in public, you know, not doing band stuff. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> So might as well. <laughs> I went to a. No, I swear to God, Wednesday I went to a ritual.
2: What? Whoa!
1: <laughs> it was Halloween, and I just, I need new friends. Dude, tell dude, us about don't. that. Holy I just shit. need, I just need new friends. It really wasn't like fucking like it was underwhelming, really at best. I was, I was like, I was like, hey dude, anything going on tonight? And she's like, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. All right, and I meet up with her, and she talks about uh how. They're d- gonna do a ritual for a friend of ours that we know, or somebody okay. we know personally, and everything too. And uh, I don't know. My first thought was just full on Henry Zebrowski, no, 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 no. <laughs> that. and from like listening to podcasts about this kind of stuff, she was giving me all the details. I was kind of picking her brain on and everything too. Right. She was like, "You want to come check it out?" I'm like, "Kinda." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, <yeah>. oh, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was like uh It was just a pagan. Um, uh, there was there was a there was a European element and everything too that I forgot about, but it was kind of one of those deals that you read about in like textbooks and stuff like that. Was, really? Yeah. So in the end, it was you know, wasn't anything like Aleister Crowley or anything like that. But
2: <laughs> so what? Did, what happened? Yeah, you led the set like it Are was. Are you a allowed date. to tell us? I can tell you. I mean, because if you're not allowed to tell us, it's cool. I don't think
1: it's one of those kind of deals. It's just one of those. But that's just. The kind of stuff I've just been getting myself into lately. <laughs> and on Halloween night, it's just like one of those deals. It feels like, like there's
0: a lot of detail being left out of here that he's not telling us. Dude,
2: here's something, man. All right, my girlfriend was in a sorority in college. Right. Big surprise, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's cool. Mikey dating baby. a sorority
0: girl? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: She's not typical, though. She's cool. No, she you is, guys like she is really cool. No, she's, she's, she's cool. I love how you're like, look at her. like, you guys like her. You
0: guys like her.
1: Guys. <laughs> they you guys think like my girl? Cool. Yeah, Yes, Mikey. Yes, we like <laughs> we
2: your girlfriend. Like
1: girl. <laughs> my friend's are
0: girlfriend, No, 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 she's genuinely guys. cool. She's you can't
2: <laughs> see the gun on the microphone. No, she's <laughs> genuinely
0: nice. She Anyways, is genuinely nice. She's nice. Courtney, we like, we like
2: you. But, um... They do rituals, like, to get into the sorority and but shit. But Courtney does rituals? She doesn't do them now. She's a witch. She might be. I think so, sometimes. She's got oh, dark magic. Oh, yeah. She. But yeah, oh, she's, Wait, I was fucking around, honestly, Does she really used to do rituals? Honestly, that kind yeah. of... Yeah, but it's not like... Satanic worship. It's, it's like, it's literally just a bunch of sorority girls dressed in white dresses. You got the one head girl up front and she says something and it's all like. Oh, like, a, so it's cool cult shit. shit. It's kind of culty, like ch- yes yeah. Like, like, yeah, so
0: that's not really ritualistic. That's uh, cult shit. Yeah,
1: but it's kind of on that same umbrella. It's like, it'd be like going to a church service and they do a communion service or something like that. There's a yeah. routine but to it. But she's
2: not allowed to tell me what they did. And I'm just like, that's weird. <laughs> That, that just leaves my imagination to go pew into <laughs> <laughs> outer space. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up online and the stuff I read was just a bunch of like, you repeat what this girl says and you make these vows and it's very sorority. Did you confront girl-ish? her about it and be like, Is this what it is? Nah. I kind of give her shit about it. I'm like, you worship Satan, I get it. And it got to a point (laughs) where she got annoyed, so I just don't bring it up anymore.
1: Well, that's kind of how this ritual
2: was, too. (laughs) There was
1: like a circle with candles and like a... Was it a pentagram or a circle? Just circle. No one anything satanic or anything like that. There was a lot of Bible
2: quotes and stuff I saw on her ritual list I found. So it's kind of... It's still a little weird, though. It's still culty. I mean... George Jones did the same shit. Right? <laughs> you, mean jo- you mean Jim, Jim Jones? Jones. <laughs> George know, Jones. Jones. George Jones had a call.
1: <laughs> I mean, his fan base is pretty <laughs> rabid. <laughs> uh, so don't you talk shit about George Jones, man. He stopped loving her today. Drink the
0: Kool-Aid, kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: shout out. Uh, shout out call to Dave. <laughs> but yeah, there was almost like uh, a cathartic kind of like meditative thing to... Uh, the. Ritual they did on Wednesday too, uh, but it's um, it's kind of similar to what I get after uh, yoga class or whatever when you just clear your mind of something. It's almost like meditative. Capsule witch. <laughs>
2: just cause like you just clear and your what, mind of shit and if everything. It feels the
0: same way with yoga. Yoga is it's part of the you know, same. He
2: did say ritual. he did say he practices yoga by himself in his house. Now like, I go to class. once He's one. like, this is just like yoga. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, now <laughs> I go to class once a week. So maybe,
0: <laughs> dude. Further progressing in his half-assed yoga is maybe Dude. instead of yoga, he's accidentally doing satanic rituals. What if it's not any of your
2: marketing, your promoting? All of that is bullshit. Cap sold his soul to Satan. <laughs> Satan and is my yoga instructor. <laughs> that's why we're like playing Atlanta and going to the fucking rim of hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all connecting. <laughs> Dude.
1: Creepy pasta, <laughs> <laughs> because we can't couldn't have a proper Halloween episode. Right, that was actually pretty cool.
2: <laughs> but that's oh man, that's I don't know. It's weird to me because I've never experienced it. So experience what? Like rituals, shit like that. Well, I mean, we're joking br- about it, but you've, you've experienced something close to that if you've been to a church. In church, yeah. Been to yeah, church. exactly. I put it under up
1: that umbrella too. It, it felt. A, Similar to what I would get at a church service. Oh,
2: dude, I was always real picky with church as a kid, though. I was. I my, like the, my family was too. Like, I liked the. I've had a few that would actually get up there and teach. and yeah. It was good shit. Like, let's read the Bible and let's understand it from these different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And then I've also been to some where it's real preachy like. Right. Real preachy like? Real preachy like. <laughs> <laughs> really evangelical and everything. Yeah. Gotcha. Which, which I guess some people need that or like that but I'm trying to learn something and yeah. broaden my perspective not just and that was what the interesting
1: thing about the whole thing on the the ritual or whatever because it made me realize huh like everything is uh, that's just their way of getting through stuff the same way everybody's getting through uh, life going to a church or going to a yoga church. class or something or like that gym. or just meditating or yeah going to a gym that's
2: Mikey's meditation. As there long as go. there's good intent behind it. I mean, exactly. You know, whatever. You're just putting the energy in the universe, me. <laughs>
0: and everybody's different. I still think Cap's abs- accidentally doing satanic rituals in his house <laughs> yeah. now. <if> saying <laughs> that being at that ritual is close to doing yoga. Yeah, yeah. Or the house. You is on walk top of in so-
2: one day and he's just like, exorcist girl exorcist. <laughs> no one
0: day away. I just walk in and he's like floating in the middle of the living room and he's like huh, what's up dude what's up man what's up man, what's up, man? pretty cool huh <laughs> and he's crossed I told G- <laughs> is pretty fucking sweet his,
2: leg- <laughs> his legs are crossed and he's levitating and instead of going back down to the ground he just like unfolds his legs and then puts them on the floor two or three women <laughs> pop out <laughs> 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 dude, women sho- shoved
0: up your ass? What the hell kind of thing is going on here? Yoga
1: fucking rules, dude.
2: <laughs> yoga for you. DD. I got to try out that Diamond Dallas page stuff. Cap, too. Dude, you need to make a YouTube channel. Something good for you, yoga.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I want
2: yoga necessarily branded They're tied in with this. <laughs> Just, nobody needs to see me
1: sh- shirtless sweat my ass off. Dude, naked <laughs> yoga
0: cat naked yoga let's not do that (laughs) nobody soon to be found on (laughs) pornhub.com
1: as vain as I am nobody needs to see that shit Like, I don't want to watch me do that shit. You know,
0: what do you mean? No one wants to watch your pasty ass bend in uncomfortable positions <laughs> poorly. Sometimes I poorly. <they,
1: laughs> some days I'll be lazy and just like decide not to shave either, and just <laughs> and nobody needs Wait, to see that. Wait, I think that. that's just
0: too much information in, in general.
1: Oh, that's that's what happens if we're gonna do the video version of it. <laughs> I'm just warning you. <laughs>
0: Wait, can't see can't see the three tree through the uh, forest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Something like that.
2: <laughs> you enjoying yourself, Mikey. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about this real quick. Alright. Yeah. How did you did you guys notice the time change at all, or has this just been another day for you? Dude, it's been awesome. Really? I noticed it. Yeah. Me I too. I totally noticed it. Cap. Kinda. I mean, uh,
1: the I worst fucking time change. The worst part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
3: I did sleep pretty well. Just, like, it
1: wasn't. It wasn't like a big deal for me today by any means. That's just kind of why I've been, you know, trying to find something to say. <laughs> dude, oh, you didn't feel like work because... Dude, you didn't
0: feel like you woke up and you looked at your phone and there was like an hour extra for you.
1: Nah, because I woke up at eleven o'clock uh, <laughs> with the daylight savings too, and just felt like a normal. So you woke up. So you woke up at ten. I went to bed bed pretty late too so So you slept good yeah I did sleep pretty good
0: I woke up you didn't miss lunch I woke up at basically our time 9 which is typical feels like on the weekends I usually wake up anywhere between 9.30 and 10 I got up at 7.30 you have to yeah you (laughs) have weekday jobs you have have all week gotta make
2: food (laughs) you have all week job and we have weekday jobs Yeah. yeah it was uh I don't do breakfast yeah but um Judd's technically, the restaurant I work at, opens at 6, mm-hmm. and it's like light crowd, usually like cops coming in for shift change, grabbing coffee, eggs, whatever, and then the crowd usually hits at about 8 o'clock, but today, the crowd hit at 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. because I guess everyone just woke up early because their stomach, because it's a lot of repeat customers. It's always the same people on Sundays at church right. crowd, and so they swamped us at 7 instead of 8, and at 8 o'clock, we have four servers and at 7 o'clock, it was just one server, like, getting ready for the 8 o'clock rush, waiting for everyone else to come into work.
3: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, man, that was
2: man. one of the things I hated about working kitchen, <clears throat>
0: because with, with the place I worked at, we, op- we stayed open so late that the closing shift worked such a long shift, because we'd only be scheduled till maybe, say, 1, but sometimes we'd maybe have to stay there till 230 because we may be busy where mm-hmm. the cleanup has taken so long. So we've worked such a long shift that by the time it's time to clean up, we're like, oh, my God, we are just exhausted. Some of us have been there since maybe 6 or 7
2: o'clock, you know, and this is a busy Saturday night. Oh, yeah. I dated a server. She'd be like, yeah, I get off or I get cut at 9, which is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'd then you're like, another right, cool. hour. So I'll see you at, like, 10. And she'd yeah. be like, ha. <laughs> we'll see. At like twelve o'clock. Yeah. Like, Damn. Yeah.
0: So the closing shift, we would always be struggling to get cleaned up. But then the flip side is, I'd come in on morning shift and nothing would be prepped. Shit wouldn't be cleaned, and we'd be so mad, I'd be like, "Fucking night shift fucked us," and everything else. But it's like at the same time, it's just at least with the way this place was managed, it's like night crew was so fucking exhausted. I honestly just preferred morning crew, because even if night crew fucked up, I like just getting in there early, having some coffee, listening to some music, get the grills warmed up, turn on the fryers, chop up some extra shit for you the know, cold room.
2: Dude, working in the kitchen is awesome. I love kitchen I work. miss
0: it, but just, I, I can't, my hips don't allow for it anymore.
1: Yeah, I never worked My up, hips say no. Man, I, I, really I never w- worked uh, back of house, I always worked front of house. One thing I always noticed, though, the hot front of house waitresses always had the <laughs> the back of house guys uh, that they were dating too. It was always like yeah. the the uh-huh. guy that was like the most tattoos, or like the like one that would be like the class clown on the back of the house too. Yeah, that same
2: girl left me for a guy that worked in the kitchen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, fucking. Nuts Damn. A kid. Damn.
0: No, it, and it's really funny because uh, hell, even when I worked in the kitchen, sh- half of the shit that went on there would not fly today. Uh, <laughs> like there there were some of the guys in the kitchen that like every time one of the waitresses came through they were pinching them on the ass uh, no, no, no. And, and they were like playing
1: into it back of house is like a warehouse culture where it's just oh, a bunch of dudes time. talking shit
0: oh yeah big time and, and, and I, like, like like I said half of that shit would not even fly today and I'd be really interested to see like what the climate of a kitchen would be
1: now
2: dude that's something I had to get I used about, to was like about five years
1: well,
0: over five years ago god
1: Whew. I love. That's, that's one of the things I like Time about. Time flying by. That's one of the things I like about my job is that we just talk shit all day, dude. When it's not construction stressful. Construction
2: was nothing but shit talk. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I had no, to get used to it, man. I thought I talked shit, but I always worked like retail and like I did maintenance at the university, and it yeah. couldn't be too, too wild because it's you gotta keep that. Customer service, but right, when yeah. you're in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> with a pipe crew just digging in the ground and shit, it's all day, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I had to adjust at first. I was like, all right, my feelings are hurt. Love it. Let me get over this. <laughs> this I'm just, a man. It's relentless. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start talking shit back, and then you make friends, and then oh yeah, yeah. it's fucking awesome, dude. I love that job.
0: It's weird. There's uh there's been people I've worked <laughs> with, there's like bosses I've worked with that will just like unnecessarily talk down to you and just be an asshole. Yeah. If you be an asshole back to them, they almost respect you more, which is oh, like yeah. such a weird bass ass right. backward thing because you feel like you should respect your bosses, you know, yes sir, you know, and just, you know, do the shit they want you to do. There's been bosses I've worked for that, like, if you do that shit, they talk down to you more. Mm-hmm. That if you just kind of turn around, like, or just, like, in passing, just say some bullshit about what they're wearing. You know, like, you know, "a oh, in the dark today, dude? <laughs> I remember, like, dead serious, that's one thing I said to him. I was like, you dressed in the dark today, dude? <laughs> Midway through the day, he walks by and he, like, shows me something funny he found on his phone and, like, chit chat with me for a few minutes and walked away.
1: I just broke the ice with him. Just, uh, yeah, and t- <laughs> he was like
0: chummy me with me for a day or two, and then like a week or two after, he was like really on me. And then like the next day, I said some shit to him, and then he was
2: cool with me. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. It was such a weird dynamic.
2: Yeah. I oh, don't so- know. No one likes a kiss-ass. Yeah, sometimes well, bots, no, I wasn't bots, necessarily well, being a kiss-ass. No, no, I'm, I'm just not just saying do- you were being a kiss-ass. Yeah. I'm saying if you did the opposite, like if he's talking down to you and you're just, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, you're doing everything, being that guy.
0: I'm one of those guys where if I start getting... Uh, shit talked I just get quiet
2: yeah I I don't do any sort of acknowledgement I just get
0: quiet I just kind of look down and I'm just like "Mm, okay right not not giving any full satisfaction of submission or anything but just like I hear you I hear you yeah I do the same shit right. and and not any sort of you know threatening resistance
2: or anger I can't not giving them any sort of extra to work with just okay I hear you well you know me I don't yeah I don't attack people with anger. I attack them with my deadly sarcasm. Oh, <laughs> that's you, deep. Your sarcasm is sharp <laughs> as a damn knife,
0: dude.
1: It's relentless. Oh, that's great. I love it when
0: people don't even catch it. No. I
3: don't
0: <laughs> Hell, sometimes people think uh, you genuinely don't like them from it. Yeah. <laughs> and you worry about yeah, it I worry sometimes. about it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. You just got to be in the room with them uh, at least once, and then it'll open up like a can of worms. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's why, man. It's the sarcasm. I'm afraid I'm going to, like, meet someone new and say something, like, and they'll catch but it. They don't read you. They don't read you it's you not read even them. that I'm being mean. It's just like, hey, you set yourself up for a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Jackson's cool with it though. Oh no, Jackson's awesome, man. <laughs> <I> felt like <laughs> he's, you were a little worried about it though. He's such a fucking frat bro, so I gotta give him shit for it. So he's a radio guy. Yeah, a lot of my friends in college were frat bros, and they were some of the coolest. So dudes he's a frat bro, I and, hung out with.
1: and he's a really good radio DJ yeah, too, man, so he all he music. does is talk shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you taking shots at me, bro? Right.
1: Yeah,
0: if you guys hadn't uh, heard any of that, go check out uh, the fill-in's Facebook or YouTube page. Uh... We did a full hour-long interview on the Scoped Podcast, which is available on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. So if you're a podcast listener and you want a little extra fill-ins action with the three of us plus Jackson, go check it out. But we've also put some uh, little clips of it on the uh, YouTube and Facebook pages. So it's really funny. And Jackson, uh, he's such a great sport. And hopefully at some point, he keeps talking about wanting to come up here. And uh, MC a show for us. So at some point, uh, we would get him up here, and I'm sure that uh, we can get him on the microphone to uh, talk a little bit with us and talk get shit him to Mikey. Get yeah, get, get talk shit back to Mikey <laughs> with all the shit he talks to him. But yeah, just have a little bit of fun and uh, you know get him get him in our element. Yeah. Since we've usually been in his element.
2: Like, hey, man, we really like to come into your super fancy radio studio. Headquartered <laughs> in Atlanta. You want to come hang out at Alex's apartment? Go play, go yeah, hang out it.
0: in a spare bedroom. There's only the show, enough though.
2: seats with only for two people that one person always has set on the floor
1: present the show at uh, one of the venues here.
2: We have hate energy drinks. He gets here. Ah, oh, shit, man. We forgot him. <laughs> <'em. laughs> what do you mean you forgot him? You live here. <laughs> Budget cuts. <laughs> uh, well, Captain,
0: I nice. think it's
3: about
2: time for us to uh,
0: delve into our Spotify playlist and find out for this week, what the fuck have we been listening to?
1: What you listening to, son?
0: I don't think you like it.
1: Well, why not? I like this new generation of music.
0: All right. You want me to go first or you want to go first, Cap?
1: You can go first. All right. Uh, this week I've
0: been listening to Reno Divorce.
1: Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah.
0: I've actually been... I wore those guys out when I first listened. To, when I first started listening to them, so I had to put them down for a bit and went back and started listening again, and god damn, I can't get enough of those guys. Uh, they're currently a three-piece. Uh, Brent Loveday, Jason Labala, and Andy Brown, and... They kill it live, and their recordings are really good. Might as well just talk about an older record they put out. This one came out in uh, 2014, at least according to Spotify. It's the record Tears for Breakfast. It's a good one. It was the record right before uh, Lover's Leap, uh, which, actually, no. According to this, it came out after Lover's Leap. That may be wrong, though, because I feel like Tears was before. Spotify
1: gets really fucky with their dates, too. Okay, actually, correction.
0: This came out, yeah. This is correct. Uh, this album came out in 2009. So that's, yeah. Tears for Breakfast came out in 2009. Cool. Uh, some of my favorite ones on here uh, wind up being the first track, Supercharger, uh, How Long Has It Been, um, Won't Say No, Can't Win For Losing, Behind Closed Doors. And the song Surf and Turf, interestingly enough, showed up on one of their more recent EPs, um, That's right. Ship of Fools.
1: That's right. It's
0: the exact same song, exact mix, everything, but they just put it on that for some reason. So they pulled an old song, just ripped it from the record and put Re- it on that side. Really
1: great band out of Denver. They kind of have a social distortion thing going on too, but a lot yeah, more part of their
0: Yeah, part of their press that says with equal parts, Orange County Punk, honky-tonk country and a tip jar full of rockabilly swagger Reno Divorce strikes a unique chord of their own. For the last 16 years Reno Divorce has methodically honored their craft in the seediest of uh, speakeasies on some of the biggest stages across America and Europe. So, wow. and, they, and they have been done, doing a bunch of uh, pretty cool stuff. They've done a bunch of Europe and um, U.S. festivals. They're out on tour now. Uh, they've even been in some of the... Um, We've opened up for uh, yeah. Alex and I have at least. Yeah, we actually did open up for them. And really hell of nice guys. Um, tell you what, if you wind up hearing music at the end of this uh, episode... That means I reached out to Reno, and they agreed, and we'll be able to throw a song on here. Don't know what song it'll be yet, but it'll be a song. Look at the show notes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that'll be a little something that I've been listening to. Cap, what you got for us?
1: Uh, This is a a much older one. Uh, part of the playlist is that we have our uh, favorite classic records and everything, too. But this is a record I've been playing nonstop for the past couple of weeks. It's uh dictator's record, Blood Brothers. Ooh, good choice. And... uh like i said it's a it's one of those records that i think is one of the most criminally underrated hip hard rock records of the 70s like how this gets swept under the rug under you know your you know great uh, uh deep cut 70s rock bands like your thin lizzie's and stuff like that uh, how they get swept under those is beyond me so i love this record it's uh like i said it's one of the best that's come out of the 70s uh faster and louder no tomorrow and uh borneo jimmy is are my favorite tracks and i'm sure uh Bunch of those off the record. Uh, I have put the playlist together, but my thing is, I is that I take three or four from every album mm-hmm. <laughs> and put it on there no, that's too. That's important. What's that? No, I was saying that's important to do. Yes, indeed. So definitely check out uh, Blood Brothers.
0: Definitely, and guys, you can check out all that stuff. Well, it's something good for your playlist. On Spotify, link will be in the bio of the show. And you can also just search Spotify, hashtag something good for you, which that same hashtag, if you use that on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, we will see it and bring it up on the show. I know that Flashback Flash is. <clears throat> flashback Flash? Flash. Flash. Flash.
1: flash. <laughs> <laughs> has
0: uh, utilized it a few times uh, to help promote their new release, which you would have heard on the last episode. And. I know that Buzzards of Fuzz have used it to help talk about one of their upcoming festivals. So definitely check out the hashtag on the social medias and see all the good stuff happening. And through the playlist, uh, everything is alphabetized by artist. That way, there's no favoritism played. <laughs> I didn't want to hear any sort of "Ooh, we're on the playlist, but we're all near down, We're in the bottom." Or "Oh, so and so's near the top, but we're not." Look, it's alphabetized by band. So if you have a band name that starts with an A, guess what? You'll be at the top. If you've got a band name like Wildlife and you got a W in it, <laughs> sorry, bros, you're at the bottom. But on Spotify, there's a nice little whoa, there's a nice little green button, little sample, <laughs> there's a nice little green button in the very center that says Shuffle Play, and we highly recommend you do that. Uh, when you play the playlist, because as it stands right now, we are at 19 hours and 53 minutes worth of music on this playlist.
1: And I feel like there's a little something on there for everybody. I know it's curated by Alex and I, but we try to cover all bases as far as hard rock and things of that nature.
0: Yeah, a little rock, metal, a little slower, a little faster, heavier, just a little bit of everything. So, Mikey, do you have a little something that you've been listening to this week?
2: Uh, Yeah. I kind of wrapped up my listening spree to them, so I'm back to shuffling. Mm -hmm. But I was listening to Ghoul Town, which I showed you guys. Okay. Which Uh, one was Ghoul Town? They are that gothabilly band. Okay. uh, Drink with the Living Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I listened to a lot of their CDs recently. Or albums. Gotcha. I like how
1: uh, rockabilly bands that are Halloween-themed always have like a... uh, a zombie song or a, there's always a zombie song there's always a ghost song and rockabilly just likes to play the halloween angle for some reason mm-hmm. yeah. well, it's it cool works. but it's good shit they're from Ooh, texas whoa, whoa.
2: exactly yeah it it's americana <laughs> gothic music with dark and horrifying lyrics horrifying lyrics which is that's why i really like them because i'm a sucker for spanish guitar and they have a lot of, oh, they got a lot of spanish, spanish influence, influence kind of picking strumming style that
1: sounds pretty cool that's actually oh awesome. um, yeah
2: well guys it's been a fun episode yeah i had fun cool me too Right, well, the like best you. one i've been on
0: oh yeah you're you're getting your footing you're getting a little more comfortable mm. i'm enjoying you having you around on this yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're fun company mikey I am. <laughs> yeah man A no delight. <laughs> <laughs> well guys this has been a fun episode as always you can uh, follow us on the social medias at something G-F-Y, uh, for all of that good shit and if you have something to share with us just throw on that hashtag something good for ya, Y-A. folks there's really no reason to misspell it look at the show name just take out the spaces <laughs> it's something good for ya it's super easy. If you're listening to the show, We're just adult. look at the title. We're all adults here. <laughs> just look at the title and just take out the spaces and throw a hashtag at that beginning and just post it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't matter if it's a guitar video, guys. If it's a guitar video, you just riff it out. <laughs> throw the hashtag on it. You're going to get people to see you. And I it's do something it som- good for you because it's something you're doing. You're creating
2: art. That's something good for you.
1: I do it sometimes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> so if you're sitting
2: alone in a bing bag chair, butt naked, eating double stuffed Oreos because they're a 10 out of 10, Yep. let us see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh, man. And you'll understand that reference if you go and listen to the Scoped Podcast with Jackson, brought to you by 100... Uh, one what 100.5? Naked. 100.5 3.5
1: Now I'm just picturing uh, now I'm just going to do the naked yoga with the double stuff Oreo box yes. <laughs> in my cross area and put it on Oh my god, we gotta make that
0: happen at some point point. Uh, and and if no one uh, is interested in social media You can always reach out to us the, It's weird saying, this is the old school way You can reach out to us through email uh, Again, it's just something good for you At gmail.com Just again, look at the fucking show title And take out the spaces <laughs> and Through gmail.com at the end At gmail.com That's how you can reach us that way So, Captain, do you have an outro for us? You are stupid. No. (laughs) Son of a bitch.
3: First bell. Missed it again today.
1: Might as well take a ride up the.
2: Record this.
3: I bought it at the mall.
2: What that person
3: on your tape has is a medical disorder. This has been another amazing production from the Cult of Dave
0: Podcast Network.
3: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.